Hey, it's Priscilla. And this is Sophia. And you're listening to Girl, You're Not Alone. Quick disclaimer, we are not professionals. We are just two friends who wanted to come together to create a community for you guys. Because you guys might be going through what we have been through. So grab your snack, grab a blanket, and let's chat. Well, hey guys. Hey. You're listening to Girl You're Not Alone podcast. Yep. Welcome. Welcome again. So we are laying down too. So if you're watching the video, <laughs> we're dressed identically the same as last episode. Except my hair is up. So um, it's okay. Yes, her hair is up. <laughs> for those that are just listening. Um, so we have to pre-record because they're going to go on vacation. Yeah. And so Ooh. that'll be fun. Funny fact. This is our first vacation just him and i by ourselves oh yeah i forgot you said that <laughs> yeah well, every time we've traveled it's either to go see family or go with family yeah and the only time we've ever done something for ourselves it's both been in in, in indiana yeah like i think we went to french lick for our one-year anniversary and then just this Valentine's Day, we went to Brown County. But those are both in Indiana State. <laughs> and not far. <laughs> like John and I are travel junkies. <laughs> so we've done a lot of we've done a lot of trips solo for work with people. <laughs> I think so. I'm worried about like us doing things. Yeah. Because he doesn't like we're going to Florida. I'm not gonna tell you where because no one wants to come and stalk us <laughs> <laughs> my mom will probably be the only one that would ever do that <laughs> because it's her condo um but so i'm like worried not worried slightly worried that we're gonna go and like he doesn't like to go lay out in the beach like yeah. i do i love to like just lay out in the beach soak up the sun basically all day but he can't do that poor kid fries like nobody's business (laughs) he was sitting at my graduation and in the two hours that it took for me to get my diploma and like head out of there um he got a sunburn (laughs) and it was a cloudy day (laughs) i can't i can't laugh too hard i've got a little bit of peeling going on in my ears because we just got back from vacation so and we were out on the lake so which i get super dark like (laughs) but it's literally the first time i've seen the sun i know (laughs) since winter which has seemed to just drag on you have to like go and sit in the sun before you go into florida because if you don't you're gonna that florida sun will get you yeah it's gonna get you right away so but yeah this is the first time we're ever going somewhere outside of indiana so hopefully we'll go and like I've planned some like fun things that I know he'll like. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the first Such time. Such a good wife. We'll see how <laughs> we've never like vacay. Yeah. Together. So we'll see. It's like it a goes. whole new experience. It is. It's a whole new experience. It's just you guys. I mean, I'm sure we're going to do like nice dinners and have fun downtown yeah. and things like that. Um, but I also, I told him like, oh, how cool would it be if we went and got like takeout, like you know burgers and fries or something like that and brought a blanket and went and sat on the beach and he was oh, like yeah. how romantic is that but connor was like oh <laughs> that might happen you know <laughs> i'll i'll pray about it, I'll pray about it. <laughs> which means no for our husbands <laughs> for our husbands yeah well <laughs> no or maybe <laughs> yeah maybe not an outright yes uh, there's some like convincing going on 
that's funny our like favorite thing to do is like in california there's a lot of like shake shacks mm. which indiana got one which was like a big deal for yes. a long time here yes the line was like outrageous but they like have them on the beach oh. and so like when we go to like san diego or like mm-hmm. carlsbad like we love to just like go and like sit like there's this one particular one we love because it's like such a pretty area and like you can literally just sit there and like drink a shake and watch the sun go down and it is the best thing ever love that like it's so peaceful i that sounds like such a romantic time and you don't have to get you don't have to get in the sand which is like john's john hates that (laughs) so you don't have to actually get in the sand which is nice yeah so this episode actually i know it doesn't sound like it right now but this episode what we're going to be talking about is overeating or emotional eating yeah um i feel like not a lot of people talk about emotional eating i feel like a lot of when it comes to like eating disorders or anything like that a lot of people talk about anorexia or bulimia um and those struggles that come along with it um but not i don't hear a ton of people talking about emotional eating and i don't know if it's like qualifies as as a disorder yet um but it's definitely something that priscilla and i have experienced at different times of our life yeah so it's uh very impactful Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean and and it's it's really hard to describe like i said a lot of people go through anorexia or a lot of people talk about that or bulimia and where they're the disorders are where people don't want to eat or trying to not eat or binge eating but as far as like emotional eating like that's something that i just don't feel like a lot of people having or having conversations about so i'm hoping we're hoping to start this conversation yeah and to like for those people for those women and girls who are emotional eaters maybe you can just like connect with us like and what like we struggle with and what we have struggled with and yeah so and i've been up and down like i've gone up and down for years with my weight yeah um where i was super heavy and i do well and lose weight and then start to get heavier again and do a little bit better and lose weight and some like my body shows that my body has different like flabby areas or different tight areas of just where i've been up and down and it always had to do with emotion it always yeah. had to do with a serious point in my life or an emotional time in my life that was making me eat more or want comfort food more and then like or there's times in my life where I've been like really happy and stable and I'm like eating more healthier and um and that's when my weight starts to drop off a little bit yeah so So what's what's your experience how do you feel like emotional eating has affected you and like what are those triggers I didn't really like understand emotional eating for a long time um just because like i was like a big snacker like i didn't really eat big meals i would eat lots of little meals so like as an adult or on my own like on 18 on Mm -hmm. it would just be like oh like here's some grapes here's some cheese here's some salami like that was my go-to when i was in college charcuterie board oh my gosh i just love just like grabbing that and just like (laughs) not even making it nice it was like paper plates or like paper towels but like that's like i'd eat that and then like i'd have like an open face like tuna sandwich and then i would like have like another little snack here like a few hours later so like and that's when i was like at my healthiest weight 
Like, and I say healthiest weight because that's when I felt my best. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt very good. And, like, a lot of my early 20s felt very good with my weight. And not just, like, the number on the scale, but, like, how I physically felt. Like, I physically felt really good. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I was just, like, a a snacker. Like, I didn't eat big meals. And then when I got married, my husband is very much a meal eater. (laughs) Like, and he can skip meals and, like, go, like, hours and hours and hours without eating and be totally fine. Which me and my sister-in-law have joked because she's married to john's brother and he's the same way <laughs> we're like they can literally it's like something in their body they can literally go for hours and i eat and be fine whereas like i'll get like hangry or like Me upset too. like yeah. it like i'll get like when we first like hangry is so real oh yeah like hanger is real like i get to the point where i can't like i can't function like i just need you to make a decision for me like the like the running joke on social media we know is like oh like women are so hard they can't make up their mind like they say they'll eat anything but then like it's not this this or this and it's like no that's not me like i i literally just want you to take me somewhere and like get food (laughs) in me i don't care where it is like i get like make it happen i get like super cranky like i snap at people when i'm really really hungry oh yeah (laughs) poor connor oh and then i get super chatty after oh like like that happy dance when you actually have food yeah (laughs) well like it's legit it's real like my family when we go on family vacations they would all dread it because we would stop because we usually did road trips because there's a lot of us (laughs) so we would literally like stopping at food and they all like would dread what came next (laughs) because they would be stuck in a car with me and like i'd be changing the channel like chit chat and turning it down so they could listen to me like i get so chatty (laughs) like it's just like just comes out really strong but so like there was like that shift Mm -hmm. when i got married like in my eating pattern you're right and so this is guys i'm getting to the emotional eating i promise (laughs) but like that shifted already like how i ate because like in the beginning like i still like kind of stuck to like my eating habits but coupled with the way he ate that wasn't healthy right like i couldn't snack a ton and then eat a big meal and so like i realized okay well this isn't working because i started to gain a little weight Mm -hmm. and not feel good so i was like okay so i excuse me sorry guys (laughs) (laughs) we ate a snack before we did this episode yeah i had to refuel (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be extra chatty but um so we i kind of adjusted a little bit Mm -hmm. after like realizing this and then um i went through like a really lonely time where yeah. the people in his life weren't as receptive to me they already had their own set of things and their own groups and we've talked a little bit about that and um right being in an estate and all alone yeah. and feeling lonely even though it's supposed to be like the happiest time of your life you just got yeah. married you're with your new hubby and yeah building a house mm-hmm. like you're supposed to just be super happy and so like I didn't realize like I had started like emotionally eating right and like because it used to just be like okay like I'm done I'm done but then it was like no I gotta finish what's on my plate or like I need another snack but I already ate a whole meal and it wasn't these little snacks right and so like something's in front of you and you can't stop picking yeah even though it's even though you feel full Whereas, like, a case of Oreos could have lasted a month. Like, they're mm-hmm. lasting a day. You yep. know, like, not really, but you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. they're, like, lasting a week. Whatever it might be. And so, oh, like... No, sometimes a day. Oreo thins. 
mm-hmm. I can't have Oreo thins. <laughs> Those suckers are deceitful. But I didn't realize what was happening. I didn't realize like, cause I didn't have anyone here to process those emotions with or mm-hmm. to go on hikes. Cause I love hiking and I didn't know where like the best hiking places were. I didn't know the state and I tried to do a little bit of that myself, but it, I almost felt like debil- debilitated. Like I almost felt like I couldn't do anything because I was so sad about like not being able to form those friendships. Right. And I had never struggled with friendships before. Right. But there were a few who were unintentionally because they have their own lives and like which is expected um but then there were a few who were intentionally trying to make it difficult for me um for whatever reason and that's like a whole different kind of story um and so I didn't I had never struggled with that and so like food had never really been a struggle for me I didn't really know what emotional eating was until it was like too late like and I had like gained a ton of weight and I realized like what I was doing and like do you feel like you got triggered at some points do you feel like a certain food too was your go-to food getting a message about oh hey we're all hanging out like if you want to come you can oh that last minute invite yeah Mm. and but it wasn't last minute it was literally they're two hours into all hanging out oh and so yeah so those hurt yeah it was more of like a okay we have to do this just to make her feel like and nothing can be said you know like like someone like obligated the person to do it yeah and so or like being left out of a group message and then another girl who was local but had moved to the area and like she included me in a group message that i didn't know had been going on and wasn't included in for months and months and she included me because she was newer and so she like was like oh they included me so i'll include you so it was just kind of like those little things and i was like man like i'm not understanding like what is wrong with me so like those group messages though if you know if you listen to the last podcast (laughs) you know you know group messages can be brutal brutal um so i stayed in it and like more or less like I wasn't very active, like, and sometimes I wonder if that was because I was added in mm-hmm. or I don't really know. Because, um, like, that's, I don't know. I just don't know. Really, like, I have no no knowledge of why um, other than the fact that they all had lives. And, like, obviously John had lives and, like, knew them and, like, had been friends with them or around them. Um, and they had their own community. So it just was like a big struggle and I didn't really have like a great outlet for it. And um So the you town towards Yeah, food. food and like and the town we lived in was like kind of depressing mm-hmm. a little bit. Um so which everyone knows if you're in Indiana, you guys all understand Martinsville. <laughs> Sorry if you live there. <laughs> oh, no. Um but it's kinda got a bad rep and oh. like for a good reason and like it's changing. And yeah. that's why John wanted to live there because it was it is on the rise and there is a shift happening but that takes a long time yes um and i like we moved because of that because i realized john like i can't do this like we have to move because like i'm gaining so much weight all the time like i have no friends like this is terrible like it's i'm so alone and so we moved up north and like i feel like i found my footing and it wasn't until i moved up there that i realized like it was emotional eating though yeah because like down there i like still hadn't connected it really mm-hmm. um and then up when we moved up north like 
and I was happy and like we were like things were going well and then I'd have a setback of some kind and then like COVID or something you know and like then I realized like oh my goodness like you are emotionally eating (laughs) like what is happening and there wasn't like and it goes up and down it does go up and down but there was never like this is my go-to it was just like whatever yeah like whatever was convenient whatever was easy you know like and I'm a big sweets person too so like that doesn't help at all like breads and sweets like oh no doesn't help at all with the weight so yeah no it's yeah it's you don't realize it until you're actually doing it um and it goes up and down yeah like you go through spells where you're eating really healthy or you're focusing yeah. what better and then you go through spells of like where it's just like day after day you're having like an emotional thing oh, yeah. that's triggering it and then you're going you're reaching for the like chips or you're reaching for yeah. the burger or you're reaching for the fries instead of reaching for something that's actually going to fuel your body yeah and mine's definitely like stress induced yeah like oh yeah because i had never really like one like experienced loneliness like i had and i've lived in different states on my own like i've moved states and didn't know anyone (laughs) like and was totally fine made friends and was happy and didn't have this issue right um so this was like just very unique and weird to me um but it was definitely like stress related because i think that those tensions with them and what it was causing for my husband too like induce stress in me because i was like oh my goodness like it's like it's wrecking his relationships like and i feel terrible but it's it's not my fault but i took it on as if it was my fault Mm -hmm. and then like recently like i'm at the heaviest i've ever been in my life right now and like i'm working towards getting that taken care of and like what that looks like and shifting things for my health because i don't feel great but i like this past like few months i've done a lot of research and a lot of like looking into different things that can cause that um significant weight gain right and like trauma stress different things like that can cause it oh yeah and like we like i started to get like like i was in my groove i was happy like all this stuff like covid like was a little rough at the start because like travel like feeds my soul we weren't able to do that for a long time yeah um you're a wanderer but then we went i am (laughs) you are (laughs) a little flighty (laughs) but i have to like i don't know like looking at it now like i'm starting to realize because the last few months i've tried to figure out like what is happening um which like we're doing like blood work and everything's like that too to just make sure Mm -hmm. um because our family has a history of like thyroid issues on my side and like my mom has cancer and so like we're just like making sure like everything medically is okay as well Mm -hmm. but um through this research i've been doing like i've realized like a lot of it's emotional eating and a lot of it is stress induced for me right um and we went through a really we went through like a buyout with our company um and then we took on another company and then we hired a family member and then another family member and like then we were going to move out of state and take our family with us, our extended family who we had hired. And it wrecked me. I was like grinding my teeth at night, clenching my jaw. I've never done anything like that. And if you guys know, I'm afraid of losing my teeth. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it freaks you, me out. <laughs> you, what, listen, if you listen to, I think it's podcast number four. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a big deal to me, guys. So. Uh, it freaks me out a lot because I was waking up, my jaw was hurting. I was like, what is happening? Don't lose like, your teeth. <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, freaking me out. And so I, 
it took a few months though mm-hmm. for me to realize like oh my goodness this is causing me stress and I started gaining weight again and like I realized like my emotional eating and then also like you don't have to emotionally eat for your body to go in a like a trauma response or a stress response right you can literally do the same things you've always done and maintain a weight or lose weight and suddenly your body won't maintain weight or lose weight suddenly it will start gaining rapidly because your body's in a like a response of like fight or flight and so it just starts like storing everything yeah so like i have realized that coupled with a little bit of emotional eating (laughs) and like this like stress like was really bogging me down and so the last few months i've really had to learn how to deal with it in a healthy way and i'm still figuring that out what that looks like like that looks like going making sure i'm going on like a walk and like getting out in nature because like i love that and like getting back to what i really enjoy um but yeah stress stress is a big trigger for me emotionally right and that like bad habit of just like eating that i formed just a few years ago like yeah it's it, it you know for me it's a little bit different yeah um you say you like sweets my family likes carbs it's actually a running <laughs> joke in my family in the nash family that we are one emotional eaters and two we like our breads and our carbs um we can pound tons of bread in like one day like oh, no yeah. problem um we're this kind of salty savory type family and i grew up and didn't like like food wasn't this huge issue but a lot of european style a lot of european people if you've ever been in europe or you've ever been in albania um they're like not afraid to say whether or not you've gained weight yeah um they will like first thing hi how you doing oh have you gained weight like it's a very you know pinpointy thing um they're not afraid to say it which is the culture thing right which a lot of it is done like obviously there are mean people out there who do it meanly <laughs> but a lot of it's just like it's As out a of conversation cons- yeah and some of it's out of concern too because right we have a lot of friends who are from south korea and like they would do the same thing and like she would talk about how when she would go visit family over there they would just point it out but it's not in a it's not meant to be like derogatory necessarily it's just no. a hey you gain weight what's going on yeah um no it wasn't it wasn't ever derogatory but i didn't realize i was emotionally eating until going through like going through college you everyone goes through like the freshman 15 because you're being fed meals by your family and then you go into college and you have to fend for yourself and you aren't um always knowledgeable about like your three kind of a protein um vegetables and a carb yeah not knowledgeable on what portion size is either um but we for me like stress induced emotional eating is like a day-to-day struggle like i had to work so hard to start really listening to when my stomach was actually full because i would get emotional eat and i would eat to the past to the point of like fullness because yeah. i was so emotional about something and i'm a very like empathic person i feel deeply um so emotional eating comes really hand in hand with that sometimes i would get upset 
um, like if people have listened to the podcast, people who know me personally know that I went through my dad and him having cancer and things like that. So I would go and eat bread and eat tons of bread and um you know instead of having one bowl of cereal i have two bowls of cereal um just because it made me feel better eating yeah it just something about when you're emotional and you're an emotional eater and you're feeling depressed and down something about eating something good makes you feel so good in the instance that you're eating it it's endorphins yeah because like i've looked into it on the because as I'm older, I've started, as I did this research, I've started to notice that maybe I have a little bit of ADHD. Um, I'm not diagnosed, um, but I've started to notice, like, through my research, I might have it, and that might be, like, part of the reason why I like eating. Right. Because they, like, those little meals, and why I was so happy and content in my life for so long, because, like, I was eating all those little meals, and it was giving me those endorphins you need. Right. And, like it's weird how food can do that for you yeah it just i don't know what it does like the endorphins that just they make you feel so good while you're eating it like burgers and fries was like one of my go-to really yeah burgers (laughs) and fries like five guys burgers any type of burger mcdonald's even yeah you know um i'd go get the burger get the fries and sit Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to out myself just a little bit here. It's okay. That's what this space is for. <laughs> yeah. For those girls who don't beat yourself up for doing this because we both, we've done stuff like yeah. this. So my go-to emotional meal was going to McDonald's, getting a Big Mac, getting the 10-piece McNuggets, a huge fries, like extra large fries, and then getting honey mustard. And I'd go home and pound that. Yeah. And and feel so good while eating it and then afterwards would just like crash because it was just way too yeah. many calories coming in at one time and way too much too much fried food coming in at one time. But it all felt yeah. so good while I was eating it. It felt like whatever I was going through emotionally was gone while I was eating this big meal. Um or so do you feel like instead of like crying or reacting that way, you would just go eat? Yes. All yeah. Right. See, absolutely. like I'm a big crier. So I feel like for me, like in the moment, I don't do it. It's after. Yeah. It's like the recovery. Or you know what? Or if I was didn't know I was feeling upset about something yeah. and I was underlyingly feeling upset about something, I'd go and eat and then realize afterward that I was so upset about this particular thing. So, it always happens when something hard in my life is going on. Yeah. Like I my I was my heaviest when my dad was sick. I think I was like 22 or 21, 22. Yeah. Um when I was at my heaviest and then I I am an avid gym goer. I like to go and work out at the gym and I try to live a healthy lifestyle, which is hard when you're an emotional eater. Yeah. And it's um, hard. <laughs> Cuz you have to like think about mm-hmm. yourself you have to yeah. think about am i full do i really need this you have to kind of put yourself in the mindset of what would a healthier person eat yeah you know if would the person eat cereal for breakfast or would the person eat oats for breakfast for example yeah so but yes or just in general of like am i eating this because i'm trying to fill a void right or am i eating this because i genuinely just want to eat this right because my body wants to eat this 
and there's some points where you're at such an emotional state where all you you'll go and grab another stack just snack i mean like a snack or a burger or whatever just so you can continue feeling good yeah feeling that that like happiness those endorphins yeah those those happy endorphins endorphins. yep so and just it continues this you know terrible cycle which like is probably why you love the gym so much too like i mean in general it's easy to love the gym it feels great Mm -hmm. like i'm trying to get myself back into that but like it gives you those little endorphins yeah those like feel good and it took years to create a better routine i now go in the mornings usually i the gym would start i got into the gym because i was so upset about what my body looked like yeah um and it took years to create something where i'm going because i really want to and i want to get stronger not because i'm focused on the image you know i know that that will come from with time yeah and i really didn't start seeing like better results until i really started having more of a handle of when i was being full i'm starting to make better choices but i the biggest thing was not snacking all the time yeah because i don't portion out my snacks i never portion out my snacks i would just grab the bag and continue eating and then would feel good because i was eating and then continue and basically finish off the bag so once i started focusing on when my body was actually full it was much better and then stuff started kind of falling into place a little bit better it's like a rock slide but i still i still like focus or really really have to focus and then sometimes i fail at it sometimes i fail sometimes i revert back to some old habits when i'm really really stressed out i just went through finals and yeah grabbed like a big bag of like popcorn and ate all of it you know ate half of it when i shouldn't have ate a half of it and serving size was probably like one cup yeah so i go i get through these smells of still emotional things and yeah. i want to and i try really hard not to but i revert back on hold old oh, habits it's, it's so easy to revert back yeah like when i talk about like us going through the buyout we literally went through the buyout a year ago mm-hmm. and then hired a bunch of people didn't have an office space for a while was like working out of our house then we were going to move everyone and then got rid of everything <laughs> including like the majority of our furniture and up until we were supposed to move switched last minute and decided to stay so then we moved in with john's mom while we looked for a house and like the market is crazy right now guys oh my gosh like talk about trying to find a house and like we like we settled like because we like got tired of putting in offers and like we had put in a couple offers where we were the highest offer and they still went with someone else's offer like oh my gosh just like for Can't no imagine. rhyme or reason like it, nothing made sense to us um so it just like we just kind of settled for a house like which it's a great community we got really lucky it's in a great school district we don't have kids but if we want to resell like it's in a great school district like things we didn't really think about but we just kind of bought this house like quickly and so we've been there for like six seven months now so like all of this for me is very recent right like there was like that like six months of like disheveledness and like not knowing working from our house like my literally we took my home gym and turned it into an office for for our team so like that was taken away from me and i'm very big like need my own space right um 
because I, I like having my own space. <laughs> like, I'm flighty and like to travel a lot, but I still need my home. <laughs> like, I still need my home base. You still need your own space. <laughs> I do. And so, like, I love like homemaking. But so this is You're all like very a like, weird... recent for me. Right, right. I'm a weird what? Well, you <laughs> <laughs> you like to nest, but yeah. also like, like have your wings. <laughs> I like to nest and fly. You're a nesting flyer. I am. I am a little bit weird, <laughs> and like you know those like five love languages. Mm-hmm. So I take the test, and every single time I'm like, you know how they're like, oh, oh is it a different two. one? Is oh, a different no, one every it's time? Not different. You... It's not different. You okay. know what it is? I'm all of them. You're all of them? Like, almost equally every single time across the board. Oh, my gosh. And, like, you're supposed to be, like, one or two that are, like, very close. Yes. I'm, like, two. Oh, no. <laughs> like, and, like, I remember, like, like frustration and, like, trying to do it over and over. And I'm, like, what is wrong with me? But, like, I am just, like, I'm too blended. <laughs> complicated. <laughs> it's not a good thing. But. Uh, you're diverse, you know. <laughs> very diverse, guys. It's <laughs> a nice way of putting it. Exotic. Uh, <laughs> So I do. I love to have like a home space. I love gardening. I love like all of it. And like I, but I love to like go out and like just be, but like, so it's been like, we went from one thing to the next and now we like, we finally have an office space. Mm -hmm. Like we've been here for, I want to say two months. So, well, we had an office space before then. Right. I had to back up (laughs) when we moved to, when we got rid of everything and we moved to John's mom's house when we decided not to move and like moved to texas and moved the whole like family and everything we got an office space but it was temporary it like wasn't fulfilling our needs but it was what we needed while we looked because finding the right office space for what we needed was very difficult because john was very particular like he needed two like one office space with two separate spaces and then with a um like a warehouse space that we can turn into a studio so like very specific like so it took us a long time to find it right but, like, I feel like I'm just now starting to get settled in our house. And I feel like I'm just now starting to get, like, settled in this office space. And, like, right. I'm starting to feel more settled. Whereas before I was, like, unsettled. Right. And when things are, like, shuffling all over the place, all you want to do is oh, yeah. you fall back on those emotional habits. Oh, especially when, like, you're in someone else's house. Mm-hmm. And, like, we weren't there long. We were only there for, like, I want to say two months, if that. Like, mm-hmm. we were very quick. Like we had a plan and we executed it like <laughs> but like which like thankful for like estella like john's mom like what a saint for like taking us in and our two dogs and she was just awesome like best mother-in-law ever but like you don't feel like you can like truly live you know like so like i was working out like almost every day with um my friend ansley and like we'd go hiking do different things and then but i was still like i was emotionally eating yeah because i'm like i love to cook and like my hardest thing when we moved down there was my spices which sounds silly but i cried over my spices you cried i did i was <laughs> like oh, no, i can't even take my spices I'm like, did you have to throw them away <laughs> no i took my spices <laughs> but i didn't get to use them because they weren't in like a convenient place for me to get to to use them um but like i used them a few times but it wasn't very convenient but um so it kind of like it like just like wrecked my whole world a little bit like like not having your own space does that yes and not being settled does that Mm -hmm. and so like i i say like i'm doing all these things now because i feel like we're finding our groove and we're finally settling and like it's like you were saying it's those seasons like you go through seasons of like being okay still emotionally eating but it's like manageable because you don't have a lot going on you know like Mm -hmm. life is steady 
and then there's those seasons where everything is just like implodes all at once and it's crazy yes yeah and and the thing about emotional eating is if you're even if you're working out and you're trying to be healthy like exercise wise you can't lose it you, it's hard still because you're yeah. not you know you're binging or you're not you're just not doing what's good for your body you're just doing what's good what's making you feel good in the moment well and your body is legitimately in a state of trauma like our body like holds trauma which is something i'm learning a lot about like you may have an ache or a pain and think it's related to like oh something's wrong with me i need to go get it checked like my back is falling apart and reality is, is like, no, there's actually nothing really wrong with your back, but you're, you're feeling that pain there because emotionally you're going through something and our body stores trauma. And it's that same way with like fight or flight. It's that same thing. And it's the same thing with like emotional eating. Yeah. And when we're emotionally eating because we're unhappy with something or something's happening in our life we can't control. And then our body is storing that. So like you, you can't lose weight when you're in a flight or f- like a fight or flight mindset when right. your body is in that. Like you have to find that peace like no amount of work will change that and that's something i really had to come to terms with yes yeah because i feel i'm sure tons of people tons of women feel like they're not getting or seeing results and they're trying really really hard in the gym or they're trying really hard to like walk every day or get their steps and things like that but they're not um realizing that where they're emotional eating is coming from yeah. it's coming into play basically and i was one of those women too i was just so frustrated a lot of the times yeah. of why i'm going to the gym i'm going like five days a <laughs> it's week. terrible yeah it's just why why am i not seeing the results i want to see um and it you can eat healthy like one meal two meal but if you really go hard and emo- and let your emotions get a, the best of you yeah. on that third meal you kind of set yourself back again yeah um and it's okay like girls who do this it's fine it's something that has to be recognized first yeah. before you can start trying to fix it and you have to show yourself grace mm-hmm, like you not it's not just about holding yourself accountable like you can totally hold yourself accountable but make sure you're showing yourself grace like yeah. make sure like it's okay like it's okay that like and it's hard like trust me it's hard to say <laughs> but like I've had to come to terms with like, I'm okay with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I obviously want to work through it. And like, cause I don't feel great. Like I feel terrible. And like, so I'm taking those steps so I can feel better. Cause I want to live a healthy, good life, yeah. a healthy, long, good life. And so I'm working through it, but I'm also like allowing myself to be okay with where I'm at because you have to find that like compassion for yourself of like, I'm going through this. And that's when that acceptance comes in. And once you accept it for what it is, I think you can start moving forward with it. Yeah. Because if you don't, that's when you hit those roadblocks and right. you'll revert because you're not truly dealing with what the issue is, the core issue. Right. Right. And which is usually I, not even the food. Right. The food is just the symptom. <laughs> the food is the thing that's making it's the yeah. the focus, basically. True. But what do there's an it? underlying problem your crutch <laughs> yeah the food's the crutch sorry oh, i was gonna think yeah. of the word it's your crutch food is definitely crutch yeah yes yes definitely a crutch i mean man ramen was a go-to burgers Say ramen ramen like oh <laughs> instant ramen i thought you meant like red ramen i was like really <laughs> mcdonald's um, ramen oreos i you know connor used to connor likes to mess around with me sometimes and <laughs> really uh, <laughs> want to have guessed that one oh. Oh. Um, he never messes with me at all oh 
Did you hear those ambulances? Sorry, guys. Sorry. There was like police and ambulances going by a lot happening outside our window just then. <laughs> They're coming to get us. So. <laughs> They're coming to get you. Oh, no. <laughs> From that story. Uh, yeah. If you guys if you guys listen to the previous episode, then uh, you know. <laughs> so. Um, snow. So ramen was a great one. I always fell back on. Um Connor likes to mess with me because he says you have no self-control do you Sophia and I there's been a few times where I've been super stressed yeah I gar- just I've eaten a, a half a cake you know oh it happens uh, one of those That's things not hard mm-hmm. brownie right batter right down the hatch <laughs> <laughs> just like, right down <laughs> I mean there was this one Boston I think it was called Boston cream cake where it was basically a boston cream donut but in cake form oh wow and it was delicious <laughs> i bet it was <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i can't even the question remember. is, is it, was it really delicious though because everything's delicious when you're in that state you know <laughs> yeah i guess i don't know i felt like it was delicious i don't even remember what i was emotional about but it was delicious yeah. at the time it was so good at the time and but afterwards you're like so full and so gross feeling yeah. so not you do. I mean, you feel gross with yourself a little bit. So, so do it's you, such a high and low. Do you eat your favorite foods when you emotionally eat? Um, I eat pasta. That's our. Uh, that's our. The vein of the Nash existence. Yeah, <laughs> is, is pasta. But it's like we, your. You eat your favorite. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, overeat favorite yeah. things. I'm if I'm feeling good and I have my stress relievers, in in my back pocket basically like working out going on walks with the dogs um usually i try to talk to connor a lot too if i'm starting to get emotional about something um if i use those tactics and get have that in my back pocket then i can eat my favorite foods and it'll be fine but when i don't take those initiatives i'm sitting there eating way too much of my favorite foods Mine's not my favorite foods. Like, I actually will avoid them. Really? Yeah. So, like, I love ice cream. I'm obsessed with ice cream. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. If you go through my profile, probably, like, every other photo is maybe ice cream. <laughs> or, like, me chugging OJ. But, like, yeah, I I don't go towards my favorite. Mm-hmm. It honestly, like, it doesn't even have to be my favorite. It can literally be the thing I hate the most. Oh, like, really? Don't like baby roos. Uh, if there's, like, six baby roos there, I'm going to eat all six of them. You know, like, it yeah. doesn't have to be something I like, like. I don't know what that is, like what part of that what causes of me to go to that. But the emotion, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a favorite thing. Yeah. No, it's and we're talking about this because it's okay. You know, once yeah, you Yeah, it's totally okay. Yeah. Don't that period that you get after you eat that much and it just kind of makes you feel even worse than where you when you first started. Yeah. Don't try to avoid that period you know try to not let yourself feel so bad about emotionally eating because it's like okay just in your mind say all right i had a setback but the next time i feel this way i'm gonna recognize it and try to do something to avoid it or do something to make it a little bit better i've also heard like after you eat like if you like think like that if you think negatively Mm -hmm. towards that food whether you're an emotional eater or not 
um you can be like totally have a like a super healthy relationship with it if you think negatively towards what you just ate like oh man like i just broke my diet and i just did this or i just broke my fast or i just ate something i don't usually eat um if you whether whatever it might be i mean it might be because you're a vegan and you eat something that's not vegan you know like it could be any reason right but if they say if you think negatively towards it it turns your body into that fight or flight and then it causes you to store more of the fats from it and your body will store more from it and it's it's crazy how our body does that to try and help us (laughs) but (laughs) we live in modern times and we you know we do live in a country where we're blessed to be able to have food oh yeah whenever we want it which a lot of people aren't and that's that's terrible but like i'm so happy you brought that up yeah yeah and you know i also the thing that i love about some of these influencers too like a lot of influencers might come from a different area or different point in life but some of these influencers one that comes to mind is i've talked to you about her before she's she's Brittany lepton i love following her she preaches um doesn't preach fad diets doesn't preach like keto ketosis or anything like that she just talks about quick mm -hmm, all focused on image yeah it's all about consistency and it's all about um focusing on intuitive eating and moving your body for her you know all of her advice is focused around intuitive eating and moving your body and being kind of consistent which is great yeah and also having a support system support systems really are important when it comes to stuff like that so girls like if you need like a healthy influencer to follow someone who's not going to trigger you Mm -hmm. if you have which we probably should put a trigger warning in this episode oh yeah in the description i'll do that um but if you if you're looking for someone to follow who's going to be a little bit more on the healthier side and not necessarily trigger something that you're dealing with then like will you say her name one more time yeah her name is i think it's at britley Brittany lepton and her podcast actually is way more focused on gym and yeah healthy eating and a healthy lifestyle um so her podcast is fun and gains podcast fun and gains fun and gains yeah, yeah. she has a great podcast and something that you know she's so true when she talks about building a community which is what we're trying to do too of yeah. saying like you are part of a community you guys are part of our friendship you guys are not alone when it comes to overeating or emotional eating or bad roommates mm-hmm. or <laughs> all these life situations that you go through yeah like all of them yeah so, so i mean it was i mean the whole podcast name is girl you're not alone and honestly like it was the loneliness that like triggered yeah the start of this for me oh yeah the like unhealthy habit of emotionally eating totally yes same here i mean the which it's okay to emotionally eat. like i take that <laughs> back like i don't mean it like that like it's okay it is okay to like allow yourself that but when it gets within, to an unhealthy point yes, yeah within reason <laughs> within reason yeah Again, we're not you're... professionals but we're not trying to give anyone advice like in an unhealthy way but yeah like well even in the bible it says yeah like don't talk about gluttony yeah don't do anything in excessiveness and that's i mean true in any point of your yeah. life you know I mean, you excessively eat you feel terrible mm-hmm. you know you excessively work out you feel terrible you excessively oh, yeah. work you know like you feel terrible like there's just so many things you can do excessively and feel terrible and one of those is overeating yeah and yeah. emotionally eating so yeah well i think we we can wrap this one up right yeah yeah this yeah, was a you, this was a more serious topic but yeah. it needed to be talked about like thanks for listening to us guys yeah and if you are going through this like talk to someone 
Like either go find a professional, find someone to help you or talk to a friend, talk to your mother, talk to your father, talk to us. Like just reach out because sometimes like that's all you need is that like first step is reaching out. That first step is like asking for help or just talking about it not even needing help just talking about it the recognition of it right so we love you guys yeah and don't beat yourself up yeah about you know if it doesn't go away right away it's not something no. that goes away right it's a away. process i mean yeah. i've been in this for i've been married for four years mm-hmm. and i would say like i've been dealing with this for four years and it wasn't until like the last like six months to a year that i really understood it and researched it like it took me that long to actually like i recognized it but it took me that long to actually like really realize what was happening right right so well yeah well thanks for listening to us guys and i promise we'll have some more fun yes more fun your way we love you guys (laughs) bye bye